Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you One Bad Mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week, One Bad Mother, moms can be whatever the fuck they want. We talk to Australian comedian and author Nellie Thomas about being yourself. Plus, Biz can feel it. Woo! So, work is asking me for some more in-person interaction today. So today is the kid's first day back at daycare in, I have no idea how long. (laughs) I've got all the feels and all the anxieties, but I was smart and daddy is taking care of drop-off, so I don't have to witness any of the drama. So that's good. And, yeah, I am now on my way to work to see colleagues that I like, do a job that I like. And if anybody asks me if I'm okay, no, no, I'm not. (laughs) But this does not suck. All right. Y'all take care. This does not suck. That is a mantra. For our times, you are doing an amazing, you really are doing an amazing job. I love this check-in because everything still sounds insane, what you're saying. But at the same time, you are recognizing like all the little joys that are hidden in there. Like, hey, good job passing off that first day drop-off to your partner. That is something I think is really hard to do and when you've got a day where you're really looking forward to doing something that at the same time requires probably a mental focus that you haven't had to like to use in a while like being in person giving yourself the space to not add to that the drop-off is it's just really genius and I such a good job taking care of yourself and I'm really glad that you like where you work and that this all is I I just am so glad about this check-in you are doing such an amazing job and thank you for sharing it speaking of thank you thank you thank you there's a pandemic uh it's still happening so here come the thank yous thank you everybody in the medical uh field like I just, every, you all know who you are. It's all of you, every single one of you. You're all amazing, and I see you, and the fact that you've probably had no time to rest. Thank you to all the people who are joining the medical field right now. I mean, like, a lot of people, like, this has been a year and a half almost, and it's amazing to me that people didn't just run away, that people actually finished getting certified or their degrees in medicine and going back into a field in which your services are so needed. I just thank you for doing that, as well as thank you to all the people who have started working in all of the support roles that make medical facilities, hospitals, doctor's offices happen. Thank you. Thank you to all of our People who are working in retail and groceries and food and delivery services. ah, You make it feel like everything's almost normal. (laughs) 
and at, at a cost to yourself. And I really, really appreciate you doing that. Thank you. Postal workers and Amazon, FedEx, DHL, all of you, thank you for bringing us our stuff. <laughs> That's very nice of you. Teachers, 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 listen up. I love you. You're doing impossible things right now. Nothing that you were probably trained for. Uh, just Zooming and in person and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And, you, <laughs> and yet you show up and you're so nice. And I really appreciate you. And finally for this week, vaccine, vaccines, people made vaccine. Oh, I should do that to Jolene. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. That was awful. You're all welcome. So people who made those vaccines, thank you, science scientists and epidemiologists you guys are great people manufacturing those vaccines and shipping them safely to where they need to go thank you and thank you to all of the people who are poking us all the time yeah and maybe you are actually in the medical profession or maybe you are a volunteer helping people get to their pokes thank you Thank you. Let's keep getting poked. You're all doing an amazing job. This is my check-in, guys. My check-in is, I wanted to let you guys know this. Tween energy is palpable. There are times when I walk into a room that my tween is in, or my tween enters my room, and there is it's almost like a smell, but it's not. It's their energy. And sometimes that energy is so overwhelming. And I feel like I'm not like contributing to it or taking from it. I, but I'm, I'm being absorbed in it. And I, it's like a weird alien energy. And there are sometimes I'm standing there and that energy is all around me. And I... <laughs> don't like it. I don't like it. It doesn't feel good. Like, I feel like I need to just carry sage around with me and constantly sage my tween. The disruption and the back and forth and the insanity of this poor child's emotions and hormones and like everything else just like converging on them at once needs a good saging. That's all I can say. It's, everything is weird and summer's coming. So that's great. And I know that so much of it is just about my poor tween trying to figure out who they are. And there's something about these years in which you have to try and be everything but yourself sometimes, it feels like, <laughs> before you find yourself. And all I want to do is get out of the way of that weirdo energy and yet still make sure my child knows that they can be whatever the fuck they want which I think ties in nicely to what we're going to talk about today with our guest, Nellie Thomas. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise.
This week, we are welcoming Nellie Thomas, who is a multi-talented Australian comedian and author. I like the idea that Australian is like it's a comma. You are you are a multi-talented Australian <laughs> comedian and author. Anyway, she is a regular guest on ABC Melbourne Radio, Radio National, News Breakfast, and various other programs. Nellie was listed as one of Australia's most innovative thinkers in the Age newspaper and was featured on the ABC's Big Ideas, the smartest stuff on TV, radio, and online. Nellie is the author of four books, including three highly successful children's books, Some Girls, Some Boys, and Some Brains, a book celebrating neurodiversity. Those did have commas, by the way. Uh, She's also the author of two books for adults, what Women Want, and her most recent book, which I have not stopped laughing at, Some Moms Are Fat Moles. Her <laughs> passions include women's health and well-being. Those are good things to be passionate about. Social justice and been watching terrible television. And here's the highlight. Her greatest claim to fame is that she was once an under-13s State Girls BMX champion. That's all we're going to talk about today. Welcome, Nelly. Correct. (laughs) BMX champion. You are looking at an elite athlete. I elite. Elite. It's been a while. What you guys can't see is that her entire house is filled with bikes, (laughs) just BMX bikes. They're everywhere, and it's filthy. There's dirt from off-roading. Grace. It's not true. Well, actually, my career was cut short, as they so tragically and often are, yeah. um, by an accident. So... Uh, did you get your period? Yeah. <laughs> well, if you, count, if you count and handlebar through the stomach, oh, it was bloody. That's worse. So, yeah, yeah, it was a little, it was intense. Oh, my God. I never God. wrote again. I never yeah. wrote again. Did you? Were you really just like, that's fucking it? Oh, mate, I was 13, so I was already going, you know, do I really want to be riding around? There were no really very few girls riding at that time because I'm 125. Yeah, I'm also 125, so yeah, I know. know. Yeah? So I had to ride the boys and that that sounded (laughs) different. It's a different 13-year-old experience. There you go. It's a different sport altogether. Yeah, it is. But, you know, it was it was a man's world. I know. And, uh, thank God but, that's changed, Nelly. Yeah, I know. Thank goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, no, enough of that already. Mm. Though, but I like, you know, I have to have some sporting claim to fame. I'm a, I'm a chubby lady. This is and good. I like, I like to claim it from some point in my life. Nelly, who lives in your house besides the BMX bikes? <laughs> I can tell this is going to be a wild ride and I'm up for it. Who lives in my house? Yeah. I have two daughters. One is 14, one is eight. Mm. And I have two dogs, an absolutely stupid Labradoodle. Who, oh. He's one of those dogs that's like, we often have this discussion in my house with my daughters of like, would you rather be dumb and pretty yeah. or smart and anxious, right? <laughs> so he's dumb and pretty. Okay. And Ralph, our little poodle, rescue poodle, is smart and anxious. Oh. So that's but- the four of us. I'm actually recently single mum. So I my Congratulations. relationship. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey. Um, yeah, it's been a, like for many people, been a been, been a bit of a wild ride the last year. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm. That's we, we do not have to derail into that. All I will say, though, is <laughs> good job. 
recognizing <laughs> the things, whatever you needed to recognize. Good job. Well, yeah. Yeah. And you know, life goes on. Life goes on. It goes. What, I, it goes. what I'm discovering is it just goes. It and goes, goes and goes. It goes. Yeah. Well, between your 14-year-old and your 8-year-old, which mm. one is pretty and dumb and which one is yeah. smart and anxious? <laughs> you don't have to answer that. Girl, <laughs> smart, pretty and anxious in my house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how we roll. That's a good combo. I like that. Triple, triple but, header. But, oh, by the way, the answer is be pretty and dumb. Yeah. None oh. of us, you know, yeah. none of us managed it. But I look at Chewy, the Labradoodle, and just think, what a life. Doesn't care. Not no. thinking about anything. He's, yeah. He wasn't thinking about Trump. No, he never he's thought about it. He's not worried about the pandemic. Don't oh. freak me out and make me think that Trump is still president because he's not. <laughs> like, I stopped thinking about him like so fast. Well, I lucky know. you because my, so my eight-year-old daughter, and I might be jumping ahead, forgive me, but my eight-year-old daughter is autistic and she has, like a lot of autistic kids, that have special interests yeah. and she oh. has oh, no. a special interest in American presidents, right? So how <laughs> so, this happened, you're I have welcome. no idea, no <laughs> idea. So she was so, and still is, so obsessed with Trump and makes posters about him <laughs> coughing COVID onto people. I love and, her. Yeah, I like she's not her. pro. She's no. not pro. To, no, no. But I, no. I like. I want one of these political posters. Yeah. This is going to oh, yeah. be like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we are going to get in to autism because that's a fun place to go. But I'm going to sure. get there. Uh, I'm getting there third, as it were. Sure, get because there in I your just, way. You, you, you may know this, but there seems to be a pattern in the titles yeah. of your books. Yes. <laughs> There's, there there's is. a bit of a pattern. <laughs> and the first one was some girls followed yeah. by some boys. And then yes. we got some brains. And then we have some moms. And I love the idea that you're just going to stop there and some dads, fuck it. Some dads are all yeah. right. That's it. That's all I get. Some dads are, no, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, someone did message me the other day say, on Facebook saying the next one will be some dads brackets do whatever the fuck they fuck want they want <laughs> and i was like that's a short book that's a um, short one. Yep. i don't know how many people will buy it for father's day but i'll give it a go <laughs> oh sometimes we need something not that hard okay yeah <laughs> some boy some girls and some boys let's start with those and what i mean i don't know maybe where they come from well I, I'm not sure about this. I'm still doing some research, but I think there may have been a lifelong void <laughs> in children's literature and or all literature that encourages celebrating diversity and being different. Well, Maybe. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know yeah. if you noticed that. Yeah, but... no, I hadn't. I okay. hadn't. So no. you were just ready to put a book out there just to become one of a million books. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Because so it's so to lucrative. About, yeah. Why did you? Why did you make this? Why did you make these? Well, I mean, there's there's a personal answer, and then there's a sort of I guess a more political answer. So I had before I, I became a comedian when I was 27, which is old. Yeah. You know, uh, in, yeah, in yeah. comedy land, right? So you know, before you and I living mirrored lives. That's when I moved we? to New York to do stand up myself. Oh. Look at you! But you're doing that much better. People actually call you that. Okay, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> So I'm, I'm just going to live vicariously through my children. <laughs> Go ahead. 
<laughs> so, but prior to that, which is a bit of a downer, but I used to work in welfare. So I worked in sort of domestic violence refuges and homelessness services and all of those kinds yeah. of things. So I've always been really passionate, particularly about violence against women. And the long story short is that these books are part of my passion to do with that because the research shows very clearly that the way to prevent gendered violence is to challenge gendered stereotypes. And I'd done so much work over the years with teenagers and adults and gigs in that space and conferences and all the sorts of things. And then it just, you know, it's so obvious, like you have to start young, basically. You have to teach little boys to be able to actually access their emotions and name them and deal with them and little girls to, you know, assert themselves and, wherever there is, you know, rigid gender roles, there's more violence. So that's the kind of political answer. Yeah. The sh- I mean, it's more complex, but, you know, that's the that's the short Actually, story. I, I hate to tell you, I, I'm not sure it's that complex. Like, well, that's true. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, yeah. I guess my largest frustration is that there is still a lack of vision about how early this stuff needs to be addressed oh, and how immediately how much these things correlated with violence against women yeah yeah anyway okay so but personally well and on that point can i say i mean my my response now is to say just just look at the research like the research is very clear this is not me having a guess this no. is not you having a guess. The research is very clear, clear that if you have really rigid gender roles, especially that tell little boys, you know, don't cry, you're in control, you know, you're in charge, you're the man of the house, all of that kind of bullshit, yeah. then you will have more violence. You'll have more violence for boys and men to each other against women and girls. And lately the research has come out to themselves you know, in terms mm. of mental health and self-harm yeah. and so on. So anyway, that's fucking depressing. Um, the pers- <laughs> the <laughs> so it's parenting. Story. So, you know, it's all combined. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, just side note, and this will not surprise yeah. you, what is the most of all the books that I've written, the most controversial thing and the thing that I get asked about all the time is that there is one boy, one boy out of about 40 in the boys' book who wears a skirt. Okay. One I, boy. I, I, just so you know... My youngest, he loved a skirt, still loves a skirt. And like, I remember everybody who listens to the show knows this fucking story. And it's, it's that like, he was, I don't know, two or something old enough for to like, to express opinions. And I'd taken him to like the clothing shop to get some clothes. I was like, ah, you need some shirts, you need a t-shirt. What do you want? And he's like, where are the skirts? I want the skirt. Can I have a skirt? And I... And I mean, I am as feminist and progressive as you want to be. And I, but I, yeah. I was taken by this moment. Yeah. And my thought was, I have no good fucking reason. There's, I can't yeah. think of words that I could put together mm. that would explain why you couldn't wear a skirt. And we would mm. go pick up his older sister from school and in would come Ellis with the skirt and the yeah, dress because who doesn't like to twirl yeah. and it was yeah. just you know like we all the like first and second and third graders in my you know oldest class would be like is he wearing a skirt yeah. <laughs> I'd be like what's yeah. what's I'd be on? like yeah I'd say yeah. like yes and they would be yeah. like oh okay you know like yeah that's exactly right <laughs> so I can't believe yeah. you got yeah because you've got 
everybody, you're going to need to get the books. But the skirt is like the least in terms the of least. all the diversity. I mean, there totally. are kids with the like, what are they called? The, the blades. The blades. Yeah. There yeah. are, I mean, like every single yeah. possible conception of a child yes yeah. <laughs> yeah well i tried i tried you did a good job yeah i mean it's just i find it really interesting and i think those things reveal a lot to us mm. you know that emotional reaction reveals a lot to us about where we are because we think we're so progressive in you know western countries whatever that means these days yeah. you know in terms of gender roles and so on and then the idea of a boy in a skirt freaks out not just conservatives but progressives as well and even i noticed like even in interviews media interviews really progressive journalists kind of laughing oh oh, (laughs) you know that kind of manic laughter like hey like some dudes wear skirts like it's a fucking piece of clothing man it's a piece of clothing and if we didn't all react like this imagine how many boys would wear skirts. I know. Like, why are we so? Once you start unpacking it and kind of go, what yeah. is? What are you uncomfortable about? Is it homophobia? Is it that he's emasculated? Yeah. Is it like what is it that is like hitting your nerve center? Well, I I have an answer. Okay, <laughs> tell I think, me honestly, honest to God, I think it's about it's sort of the same thing I've had to unpack with the color pink. And with yep. like the whole like princess phase and like all this stuff, yep. you know, it first happens and you're like, oh, I'll never put my child in pink. And then you're yeah. like, wait, why? Oh, because yeah. it's bad. Things that are yeah. associated traditionally with girls and women Femininity. are negative. Yeah. And so it's fine for girls to wear skirts because. Yeah. We fucking hate them. And so, yeah. like, but you, if, if a boy wears a skirt, then, like, that's associated with weak, bad, yeah. second, you know, all the, it's the same thing yeah. with the pink. Oh, my God, yeah. is he wearing the color pink? Yeah. You know, like, who, yeah. it, what? Or nail so, polish or whatever. No, nail and I agree. polish, yeah. I think the idea is why would he give up power? Oh. <sighs> Yeah, you know? two-year-old. Why would you yeah, give up power? Yeah, But let's go, you know, remember when David Beckham wore, it was a sarong, actually. It wasn't even a fucking skirt. But, you know, that was, what, 20 years ago or something. Oh and I remember the reaction to that. And that's an elite athlete, very masculine figure, you know, like yeah. lauded, adored. And I think the reaction to that was why would he give up his masculine power? Mm. You know, and the more interesting part of that is, masculine power yeah why why do men have power i know well but then you look at was it mia ham who was it who ripped her shirt off after the world the american world oh yeah yeah uh, yeah cut thing and she like rips her shirt off and there the backlash is like almost that how dare she show yeah power Right? Yeah. yeah. No, that's right. That's yeah, right. I mean, we are. And we're just sort of healthy. still there in some ways. So that, and look, that was a bloody long answer. But the, um, the yeah, personal. Why'd you write the book? <laughs> <laughs> the personal story is for all of the kids' books, actually. My younger daughter does not fit like any yeah. kind of convention. So she will get invited, you know, when she was like two to a, you know, fairy party and she went as Darth Vader. Yeah. You know, like she just, with a. Yeah. Like the whole thing. Like she just, <laughs> she is a loose unit. Like she yeah. just runs her own race. And 
I could not find any books um, for her. And, you know, like many mums, I just went, all right, I'll do that then. And so I did the girls one and obviously it went really well. And when I was touring it, of course, the little boys were like, where's our book? Where's our book? Uh, Where's our book? So I did that. (laughs) And then when she was diagnosed with autism, same experience. You know, I went looking for books that were positive about her identity and positive about the diagnosis and her brain and all that sort of stuff. And I don't know, there were a couple that were okay, but they still, the way I think of them, it was like they kind of go, you'll be all right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that's the best you could hope for. Yeah. That was the best. You'll be okay. The worst would be, you know, you're going to be bullied. You have a terrible life. Everyone will hate you. Then you'll die. And like, like, yeah, probably not going to give that to a five-year-old. I know. Well, it's, okay. So let everybody, if you haven't caught on yet, uh, Nellie wrote a third book. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Some Brains. Some Brains. Yes. And again, this one is about celebrating neurodiversity and we've stolen uh, on this show, the phrase, and I will happily use it all the time, show how woke I am. Yeah. Differently wired, right? Yep, like, great. Which we have yeah. found to be a great way to talk to our own kids and other kids just in general about like, well, what does yep. that mean? Oh, well, well, you know, what is autism or what is this? Well, differently yep. wired. All of our brains yeah. work in different ways. But so we know why you wrote that one. Yes. And... What was that experience? I got to I got to think that some of that experience allowed you to unpack some some stuff some maybe stuff. you were carrying around. Yeah, because I mean anytime you do that. But like Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean that was a, it's a really interesting experience that one because you know with some projects like they just like fall out of you. Yeah. You know, like they just that one I mean <laughs> I I kind of I'm scared to say this because it sounds like there was no effort, <laughs> but I, it, it's like I wrote that the, the bulk of it, it took me a day. Yeah. You know, like it just, it's like it was percolating there and it just came out of me and obviously it was refined and all of that sort of stuff. And there's the process with the illustrator and blah, 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 but it just was there. I don't know. It's almost like I'm not a spiritual person particularly, yeah. but it's like it, someone was you know, sending it via my brain to the page. Sometimes like when you put it out there, I am a big believer in sometimes when you just say words out loud, you put it out there, things just kind of open. You know what I mean? Like, and and, and so also I would imagine there would have to be something about like things you really wanted to say to your child. child. And that she wanted to say, you know, I did the process involved you know she contributed a lot to it like we talked about what thing for example what things were hard yeah you know and the biggest thing for her was going to school and being tired and you know the air conditioner smells and the the someone opens their lunchbox and then I can't concentrate and then someone's tapping their pencil on the other side of the room and I start to feel stressed and you know those kinds of things so that input came from her. Prior to that as well, one of my best friends is a really staunch disability activist. So I w- had already come to writing the book through that kind of disability empowerment lens, mm-hmm. you know, and the social model of disability and all that kind of stuff. So 
I wasn't, luckily for me, because it's not the experience of most parents, I didn't come to my daughter's diagnosis with any sort of feelings of tragedy. I was worried. I was worried because I know the world's hard. Yeah. And the world's very hard. You know, one of the first things my my daughter said, one of the first sentences she said was, the world takes it hard on me, mum. You know? Baby. I know. I know. Bless her. You know? And it does. What is she, 80? Yeah. (laughs) I know. I know, darling girl. Darling girl. So it's, you know, I'm under no illusions that this is a hard world for an autistic person, but I also don't start from the premise that that means there's something wrong with them, you know, in the same way that, I don't know, it's hard to get around their yeah, fault either right, right? like exactly you know right. you wanting to wear a skirt's not your fault you're right it is yeah. it is rarely the person who suffers the fools that is yes the problem right yes it's the, exactly their problem is that they have to be in that world that's right and <laughs> you deal know? with these fucking dickheads i know you know constantly. well but if, if they read i mean that's why i am such a like lover of books uh, for kids and adults I just think like when my kids you know started (laughs) being alive and uh, I just was like (laughs) at the library you know okay preschool's coming so we're gonna read books about preschool you know like this is how can we we're going on a trip let's prepare for a trip like books can offer parents a really easy way to get information to their kids yeah. or to put the stuff that they don't know how to say into yes. words. Yes. And it also is so powerful, I think, for kids to see themselves in oh, books. And so powerful. We just do not know how much that impact can can have. And so, you know, I think books like these, A, like the, the girl – you know, some girls and some boys, I think, allows parents to feel normal if yes. their kids are, because guess what? Your kids are not normal. You're not yeah, normal. And, <laughs> yeah, but we're all supposed to be normal, so. Yeah, uh, that's right. We're all pretending. Yeah, yeah. all pretending. And then, yep. too, with the neurodiversity one, again, it's another one to help normalize the feeling experiences, I think. Yep. You know, the kids are having and adults are having. I, I you look, you're a really wonderful person. No. But now, now, fuck that. We're moving to the thing that I love so much. And that's the Let, new. Can I tell you oh, one thing? Okay, though. you may Please. be continue because to be, yes. This one, this will get you. This oh, one will get no. you in the feels. I'm tired. Right? I'm, I'm too feeling. No. Okay. You will love this one, All right? right? So one of my – it's a great joy to get the messages from the yeah. kids and, and parents, of course, and I feel oh, yeah. seen and all that stuff. One of my favourite ones was an occupational therapist messaged me and a dad had come in to take his child to speech therapy and he's standing there – the child was autistic. He's standing there at the um, counter, you know, at reception, and he starts flicking through my book. They have it on the, the counter – and he's reading through it and she said he's looking at it, he's looking at it. And then he looked up at her and he said, oh, my God, I'm not stupid. I'm autistic. Oh, babe. Like he had had this grown man yeah. who'd never had- been diagnosed, never understood why he had had trouble in some areas yeah. and, you know, could have used help and blah, 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 had recognised, because I think of the simplicity of it. Yeah. 
had recognized himself in it. And I, God, I love that story. I love that. Well, it's, but it's true. There are so yeah. many of us who just, you know, that kind of focus, that kind of study, that sort of diagnosing and, you know, resources just, they just weren't there. Oh, you know, God, like especially I always, for women. Yeah. yeah, I always joke that, you know, well, I was in gifted, but that was long before they discovered ADHD. Yeah. But all the kids, oh, she can't sit still in the classroom? She must be bored and so smart. Yes. Right? You're like. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, know? it's true. I guess, maybe. Yeah. But like, or she's naughty. Yeah, or she's you know, naughty, that, that she's naughty, naughty, yeah. naughty, naughty. I know. Oh. <laughs> mm. Okay. Now, all thank right, you. Favorite. Thank you go, for the go. feels. But on this show, we, you know, our phrase is stop feeling like shit for being a mom. And then out comes this beautiful new book. Some moms are fat moles. Is it moles? It's moles, right? It's moles. Do you know what moles means? Because this is a translation issue. It's a translation. I know. Please tell me. It is. It is. It's one of the, so the title comes from the first heckle I ever got on stage. Right, yes. which was I walked out on stage, the audience was about, I don't know, 500 people or something, so a comedy club during the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and some little boy, I'll yes. say, yelled out, oh, you fat mole, <laughs> right? <laughs> which is, I mean, it's universal, but it's very particularly Australian. So mm. the word mole, it's kind, it's definitely an insult. Yes, not but nice. It's, it's not nice. Especially coupled with fat, right? <laughs> but it can I, also. <laughs> I'm not sure like which be, word is worse. I'm yeah, like, which uh... is worse. Exactly. <laughs> it can be a term of endearment as well. Yeah. Like I could say to you, oh, you're gorgeous, mole. You is know, it sort like, of like bitches? Kind of like bitches in the sense if you were watching Queer Eye. Okay. You know, All not, right. not like if you, you were driving a... along and someone yeah. yelled out, bitches. <laughs> you know, like not that. Right. Okay. All right. It'd be more like Jonathan Van Ness kind of, oh, bitches, that kind right. of, you know. <laughs> Depends on the tone. Depends yes. on the tone and who's delivering it. And who's delivering it. When a young guy's yelling at you in the dark yeah, what? and calling you a fat mole, it's no. not JVN. No. Okay. No. Somebody write that down. Yeah. <laughs> Make a note of that. Like, that could be your next book, Things to Not Say in yeah. a Dark Room if you are a male. All right. So, guys, I'm just, I'm going to just read some of this to you. Okay, lovely. I have the author here so I can get away with this. Please. Okay, I'm just going to start at the beginning. Some mums dress like this. Now, I will let everyone know, these are, this is a mother and daughter wearing matching outfits, and they look very lovely. Pretty, yeah. Very pretty. And, (laughs) And then it's, some mums dress like that. And it is a woman with multicolored hair and her body boogie board, body board, surfboard, whatever you call these, in a wetsuit, not not as made up. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. No. No. And then Oh natural. She actually looks like your lovely producer. I know, she does look a little like gay. <laughs> Some moms dressed to the nines. I don't need to describe how nice this other woman looks. And then others dress like crap. <laughs> Well, well it's so good. It's so good. No, it, crap. No, and it, here's the thing. Everybody should be able to imagine this instantly. 
the one that dresses quote unquote like crap is taking her kids to school in like her pajamas because yeah. we all said I'm never going to be that mom and then we all are that mom <laughs> and then this is followed with all moms all moms can wear whatever the fuck they want now you had me there yeah but then I thought you, I might have you could have stopped the book right that could have been that would have saved me a lot of money oh, in printing so much oh. but we go into how we look we go into whoever they want to fuck we go into <laughs> like just don't even i like no mom is perfect don't even try to win no moms will always win i mean it just goes on all moms can root however the fuck they want like it just <laughs> it is so good it's Do you so know what root means what Yes, hold on, wait. Oh, yes, masturbate. Isn't that no. it? No. Am I looking at the picture wrong? Hold on. Well, it says they can pat their own chinchillas. Well, that means masturbate. Yeah, sex. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Root in Australia, which I know uh, from American friends, I've said root before, and you root is like directions, like right. Oh, okay. There are two types of roots. Yes, you can root or route. Or route. I am a little piggy and I am rooting for truffles with my snout. Yes. And whenever we hear, when, when I is... watch American movies with my kids and someone says, I'm rooting for you, we all yeah. like crack up. It's the funniest sure. thing ever. Uh, root means fuck. Oh, so okay. if you go, I want to root you. How about a root? How about a root? Right? <laughs> yeah. That is like a, ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Uh, all right. So I can't imagine why you wrote this book. It's not like. This entire eight years of podcasting hasn't been about the fact that once you have kids in your house, you're completely fucked as a self. And like you have to be everything to everyone. Yeah. Who am I? Yeah. Well, I'm not the 20,000 other people I'm told I'm supposed to be. me? (laughs) It isn't fair. Yeah. 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 You know, I also want to emphasize to people. Sorry, I just love this book. I also want to emphasize to people that, again, the diversity uh, and reflection of how different we all are stands Mm. out. Like, for example, I'm going to go back to some moms dress like this. And sometimes it takes a second glance to notice that the mother-daughter in the matching outfits and the very lovely put-together mom also has a birthmark that goes over her face. Correct. Which is awesome. I'm so uh, glad you noticed that. No one has noticed that yet. Really? No I one. I win. I win. You do win. Well done. Well, that, yes. I. <laughs> that's also, some mums have a hairy snatch. They Others do. You know what a snatch whack. is. Oh, my God. I do know what a snatch is. <laughs> I, I'm gay? international, Nelly. <laughs> I understand snatch. <laughs> Look, if it's, a derogative, if it's a word about a woman and can be used in a you derogative know. way, it's you international. Know. But well, you also had a picture. So that yeah, yeah, was <laughs> yeah, this one's not a kid's book. No, not a, not no. as, no. no. All right. So talk to me about, why did you write this book is what a dumb you? question. Why would you do this? Aren't you satisfied? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, no. Um, you know, it's interesting on the diversity thing, because obviously I get asked that a lot about the diversity in all of the books. And this sounds really trite, but I really honestly mean it sincerely. This is my community. I know. Like this is not, you know, and you know this, but it it bears repeating. 
at least half the the mums in that book are my friends. <laughs> Like so literally good. are my friends because I thought, you know what, if I'm going to pay an illustrator, I'll give yeah. my friends some portraits done, like literally. <laughs> so, I mean, I am, Genius. of course, conscious about diversity and I do think to myself, who's not here? You know, who's yeah. not being represented? How are they being represented? Is the kid in the wheelchair sitting in the corner being read to looking sad? Fuck that. She's going to be playing tug of war. You know That's what I right. mean? So, right. of course, it's conscious. But at the same time, I go, this is not radical. This is where I, know. I live. You know, these are my people. But I was also just thinking as like you sort of rephrased what I was saying, but I clearly still said it, this notion of when people ask about the diversity, it's it makes you go back to that, like when people ask about the kid in the skirt, right? Yeah. Like it's it because there has been, I think there has definitely been, not I think, the notion that there is only one way to parent and there is only yes. one way to look as a parent. Yes. And, you know, you do not see that in parenting books. It's very no. hard to find it in children's books. It's very, you know, and the women in this book are, mag- they look like People look like us. They look like us. They look like us, you know, and that, again, that is the, even though I say it's not radical, what has been radical, I keep getting messages from women going, I opened it and I cried. Cried. You know, I just cried, like tears of relief, either because I was seen or because someone was saying to me, I'm okay. You know, like the amount of anxiety that is put on women, as though we can create these perfect humans and we don't get to define what's perfect by the way but as though we have control over these beings and that if we happen to order takeaway instead of you know cook fucking farm to plate every night (laughs) that they will somehow end up being i don't know what some version of a human that they're not meant to be it's always your fault always your it doesn't matter if you're doing everything right everything wrong if Whatever action your child takes in the world yeah. as an infant yes. to a grown person, yeah. it is you did your it. fault. Yeah. And if you don't already just feel that way on your own, like without yes. any help from the world, yeah. go and tell your problem to somebody so that they can let you know how much it's your fault, right? Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like, you yeah. know, hey, I need help with this. I'm, I'm really struggling yeah. with, well, have you tried? What? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well have I you have had tried. a turmeric latte? Are you doing Pilates? Are you doing Pilates? Because you've really let yourself go. What <laughs> the fuck? So I'm supposed to be creating these perfect humans. Plus, I'm yeah. supposed to go to a waxing appointment. Yeah. Plus, I'm supposed to be on the treadmill. Yeah. And I'm oh, I'm working too much. Work. I'm not working Don't enough. Don't forget working. Yeah. Oh my! But you can't win with that. No. You know, you're either working too much yep. or you've given up your career and you're a your doormat. You no. know, like there is no win. <laughs> so it's yeah. me just trying to say to women, you know, and as much as to women, to myself. I know. You know what? You love these children. You yeah. love them. You care for them. They have won the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. They have won the goddamn lottery. They're loved and they're cared for. The rest is bullshit. Stop taking advice. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Stop taking advice. Uh, if we could all just, we do on the show, we have a thing where we just have a rant. People can call in and just rant, and we're not going to tell it. them what the fuck to do. 
We're just yeah. going to say you're okay. Yeah. And on the, like one of our Facebook groups, like you can start a post by saying, this is a rant, right? Yes. I don't, I don't want it. Don't advice. give me advice. Don't give me anything. I just oh, honest Jesus. to God need to know I'm doing an okay job, right? Yeah. Cause like yeah. even the most helpful, you know, intention can make yeah. you like Teresa, my co-host, she and I used to sit there and say, obviously I have tried. X, oh. Y, Z, P, D, and Q. I guarantee you I've been oh. up for a week on Google trying to figure. So when I come Everything. to you and say, yes. my kid is not doing such and such or is doing such and such. Yeah, I've probably tried. Oh, <laughs> All I'm looking probably, for is I a pat on myself. the fucking ba- upside down That's and inside right. out. Inside out. Yeah. So my <laughs> older daughter has, which I won't go into, you know, in too much detail, but she has an illness, a chronic illness that she's had for a number of years, and I made the fatal mistake Ugh. of talking about that on radio because <gasps> it was a chronic illness awareness week, some fucking thing. Sure. I specifically said, I do not want advice. Like, we are at the Royal Children's Hospital. We have these specialists. We're doing, okay. Please do not. I don't want advice. It's wearing me out. What did I get home to? Uh, like an inbox have you tried turmeric? Have you had an old <laughs> assessment in your house? Have you? She literally. She must be getting bullied. That's what. Honest to God, who've never met this child? No. Who've never met me? You could listen no. to me for five minutes and know I'm a type A fucking yeah. try everything yeah. freakazoid. <laughs> If you think like I have Googled it, mate. Yeah. You know, I have tried to given it a go. We have tried garlic. We've tried we have tried how about you just sit with the discomfort that it's really sad and hard to have a child who's sick. I know. How about you just go Well well done, Mum. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's the that's what we need to be doing is the Oh my god, that sounds really hard. Yeah. You're doing a really good job. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, that sounds fucking exhausting. Yeah. You know? And you know the like, next thing people say, and this will not surprise you, oh, I hope you're making time for yourself. Oh, oh how would yeah. I do that exactly? That's, God, that's I can't stand when people say that to women. Like, oh. to, to women, because it's whether you have kids or not, they always are like, you know, yeah. are you going to have a little time? And we've wrestled with that for yeah. years on this show like oh, is hard. it self-care to be sitting in the grocery store parking lot crying maybe yeah. you know what yeah. fucking maybe yeah. there was yeah. a time i said no it wasn't that shouldn't yeah. be but now yeah. i think maybe it should be right i like- tell you what during <laughs> lockdown and keep in mind that i am a women's health ambassador right during lockdown there was one point i was hiding from my own children <laughs> sitting in the shed yeah. with a gin and tonic and a cigarette that i'd bummed off a neighbor oh forever ago <laughs> i know what you're talking about though <laughs> it's like i haven't done this like a teenager like a teenager hiding from it. my own children yeah yep you gotta like you know go into the bathroom and turn all the fans on so yeah. <laughs> And then have a shower. And then and have the a shower. Gloves. Yeah, and, and the, the burn Oh, my God, gloves. the shame, the shame. Oh, but shame yeah, on it's you. Just so, it, it, I just wanted women to kind of go, just cut out the noise. Enough already. Enough it, already. You're okay. Yeah. No, it's, you You managed to do that, It like, with a real impactful, like, it's, this is not a complicated book. <laughs> 
No, not it's, at all. It is direct. And yep. the illust- you, you have such a wonderful illustrator because yeah, she's great. you capture, again, yeah. the feeling of real people. And, yeah, you know, that's right. That's and, right. And, and that just marries so well with, you know, what you're saying, which as, you know, comedians, it's easy to say those are funny, but what they are is really it's true. Real. Can you imagine our text messages, me and the illustrator? I'm like, no, there's not enough pubes. Like, there's not enough pubes. No, she's not fat enough. No, no. This is literally our text exchange. She's texting me going, how do we do up the bum? I can't do it. And I'm like, just bums on a bench. Bums on a bench. How many? You know? (laughs) I got to tell you, this woman, again, going back to the rooting and masturbation, this woman sitting on the chair with the oh, giant cat. Bev. Be- is that Bev? Well, Bev is a Bev Killick is an Australian comedian. I want to party Filthy with Bev. Filthy as fuck. Absolutely <laughs> feel I abs- she was the only friend of mine that would agree to be the masturbation mum. <laughs> right? I asked her and she went, "No worries." Yeah, done. What do you want me to do? Done. <laughs> <laughs> that is a friend. That is a That's good friend. That's one of my favorite pages that it one. It is such a good like if I could like hang that yeah. On a wall. Like yeah. instead of pinup tattoos, everybody, we need to get all of these women tattooed on our bodies. Yes. Bed um, with a chinchilla. Oh my God. Oh fucking love Yeah. All right, Nellie. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. What a being, joy it's been. Uh, this has been a total delight. I love you. And I'm coming now, back, whether yeah, you like me or no, not. No, we should come back and just talk about something else horrible. My Please. older one is is entering the tween. I had mine a little later than yours, so I'm fucking broken let's do it the tween seven and eleven and the tweening the tweening around here it's intense the hormone years yeah it's it's, intense i was saying at the beginning of the show i can feel a energy about me that like when they come (laughs) in the room like whatever this fog of tweenness is i don't not it doesn't make me feel settled (laughs) <laughs> Look, um, you're doing everything wrong. If you just oh, accept oh, that, yeah, I know. You're I not know. cool. You're doing everything wrong. You fucked up their whole lives. <laughs> just go with that. Wait it out until they're 25, yeah. and you'll be golden. I know. That's I'm. This is this is the parenting zone I was made for. We're <laughs> twins, not babies, but making life awkward and uncomfortable for children. Yay. This is. I was made for this. All right, everybody, we are going to link you up to where you can find all of the some books. Thank you. Some girls, some boys, some brains, some, there's literally something for everybody. Oh, yeah. Which is amazing. There'll be more coming. Yeah. I fucking love it. Until then, thank you so much for joining us. And I agree. Let's do this again sometime. Yeah, I'd love to. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us and for writing this book. And you know what? You really are doing a very good job. Oh, bless. Right back at you. Right back at you. Under his eye. Hey, everybody. We have a Jumbotron this week. This message is for Shanna from Stu. Happy birthday to you. Woo! Happy birthday. You are an amazing self, wife, and mother. 
We have many fails and geniuses ahead, but I'm glad I get to share them with you. To be clear, that's Stu saying that in Biz's voice. (laughs) (laughs) Happy birthday, Shanna. You are doing a really good job, and Stu, so are you. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time. Genius fail time. It's time for geniuses and failures. (laughs) that we share publicly. (laughs) Hi, Teresa. Hi. I I, I feel like I have to announce the segment, but maybe I should start. This segment should not be called Genius Fail Time anymore, and it should just be called It's Teresa. (laughs) It's Teresa. For a second, I thought you were going to say, instead of calling it Genius Fail Time, we should call it Teresa Time. Oh, It's Teresa time. I feel like that's kind of cute and just makes me think of like kindergarten and the library. Like it it could also be misconstrued as insulting. It's Teresa time. Time for failures. Right. That's very (laughs) true. I'm gonna say But I feel like at this point with the show like We should probably keep it genius fail time. Is that what you're suggesting? Oh, Definitely. I yeah. definitely do think we should probably not change the huh. name of like possibly our most memorable segment on yeah. the show for the past eight years. All right. I'm going to get a pen. Hold on. I got to write this down. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom line is that it's just a chance for me to say hello to my good friend, Teresa, who I get to talk to once a week. Yep. And I'm here. That- <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, don't apologize for being here. Just, just, yeah. yeah. I made Uh, it. You made it. Yeah. Honk, honk. Yeah. With that said, Mm -hmm. genius me, Teresa. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's Fucking genius. Okay. I'm excited to share this because it's another one of kind of like a a whole area of genius moments that I feel I've been exploring lately on the show, which is like the, I didn't do anything. I stood back and let things resolve themselves out of laziness and being too tired. Um, So I I talked recently (laughs) about how I picked a terrible dishwasher and it broke right away and has been this nightmare for us to try to get repaired. And at one point, about four or six weeks ago, we were told, you know, that this part was ordered that was on back order with no estimated ship date and that we should really just go talk to our warranty company because they just had no, in other words, there was no expected like date at yeah. which point we would get a part and get the dishwasher fixed, which 
was really tough for me to take because I really, <laughs> really didn't want to return the dishwasher Man. and get another one. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to get my money back and have to choose another. Di- I just didn't want to deal with all of it. And I also didn't want to do so many dishes. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah it it's a flip of the coin there. Yeah. And like things have been so crazy with going back to school. I've had less time than ever to like make phone calls. And like, of course, none of this stuff is stuff you can just like do through a website because people don't want you to return an appliance, period. And they don't want you to return an appliance that you've had for months. Like they just don't want to make that easy for you. So I reached out to the retailer. They said it's not us that you need to talk to. I went to the manufacturer. Ooh. They said you don't ha- you didn't pay for this thing, so you have to talk to these. It was just like a whole thing. And then this one day, I made the time to call, and um, the person hung up on me. It was like amazing. It was like one of those things where I made it all the way through all the yeah. steps to get to the person. And then I just heard like a muffled click, and yeah. it just was a hang up. Like before they even said hello, they're like high fiving the moment that happened. By the way, yeah. you know they're like ha ha. And they've got like a scoreboard going and they're marking it like, I just got one. Check. So I gave up. I gave (laughs) up for a while. Good. Okay. I gave up for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a month of me giving up and like thinking to myself, I need to do this, but I haven't. And I will, but like it's going to involve multiple steps and like having a quiet place to make a phone call and having the ability to like talk through these problems without like crying because of everything else do you know what i'm saying like being like at a place where i can like be a person who's like no you guys just really need to take this appliance back like i I had to be a week off in a cabin exactly to do this so i didn't i didn't but then yeah but then the part just arrived in the (laughs) mail (laughs) it just (laughs) showed up it just showed up at our door. It came. And so I texted the service people, and they made an appointment to come out two days later, and they came, and they fixed it, and now my dishwasher is working. <laughs> oh, I, like, that is a real salute to just walking away from something. Right? Like, I, it, it is, one can only hope that that will always be the result right. of walk, And it won't be, but one can hope that it is. Yes. I, I got to say, I, I just want you to know that I really see you with the, this is definitely before kids, after kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Before pandemic, after pandemic, uh, before yeah. self, after goodbye self. Yeah. For whatever. Trying to make a phone call. It sounds absurd. It, it sounds, sounds absurd. Like you're yeah. a real asshole if you can't yeah. pick up the phone and make a yeah. phone call. Yeah. I I understand. Yes. But it's really actually very hard yes. given the amount of interruptions yes. that you might ha- that you will have. Right. And the quiet space. Yeah. And the, like, you almost want a comical phone, like something yes. like oversized, because your oh, kids yeah. are still going to walk by and ask you, are you on the phone? Are yeah. you done yet? Yeah. Right? I really see you. I'm going to keep holding this phone. No one can see me doing this, but I'm still holding a giant phone next to my head. You know, we've said it. This is for a fucking dishwasher. Yeah. And you think about, like, fucking 
medical insurance and bills or I know. navigating school I know. stuff for your kid like well and that's the stuff that I can't walk away you from can't that's walk the thing. away from like right. there's things that I cannot yes. walk away from despite the fact that I want to so badly so badly, so badly want so to walk bad. away <laughs> run run away yeah you want to Just, run away from it yes yeah yeah. And so this, I guess, it's like it's finding those things yeah. that I can just yeah. let slide until someone else catches him, you know? <laughs> Ding dong. Yeah. Here's your part. Yep. Well, I think you're doing a remarkable job. Thank you, Biz. You're welcome. Almost as annoying as phone calls would be paperwork for various school or camp things. Now, oh yeah. I it, summer is not going to be summer again, but the school that the kids have been going back to a couple of days a week will be doing a like summer camp kind of art thing. And that is great. Yeah. So I have to fill out forms for that. And we also have to do some like end of year school will you be coming back next year school paperwork. Uh, as well as the weekly COVID testing that we have to do with the school. These are forms. They all require the medical information for your child. They all require the doctor's name, the doctor's office, and your insurance number. And uh, let's That's see. My always the thing I don't have, by I, the way. Yes. I, my children, I, to the point <laughs> where I usually try and just get Stefan to do forms, okay? Yeah. Or I do all the yeah. forms and then say, can you fill out the rest of this? And it's just yeah. that one chunk, right? Yeah. yeah. So, well, let's see. I have an 11-year-old and a 7-year-old. Uh-huh. I've been filling these forms out for a really long time. And this information, for the most part, hasn't changed. Uh-huh. So the genius is, I said to Stefan, when I was filling out the last bit of paperwork, Hey, next time we're filling out this paperwork, let's make like a contact card. Like write it down on an index card, like keep it in our address book or something, or like put it in the computer. Like, so you just pull it up as a contact. And he was like, that is a really good idea. And I was like, thank you very much. I want to be clear. We didn't do it at that time. (laughs) <laughs> and that form is still not filled out because I was kind of like, well, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it'll maybe he did. This, yeah. Maybe he'll do it and they'll do yeah. it at the same time. But neither of us have. Also, uh-huh. I've left the forms on the kitchen counter. So they've got like garbage all over yeah. them. So I have to fill them out again. But uh-huh. the genius is I had this idea and it's a really good one. Wow. <laughs> No, I, I mean, yeah. have never loved you more than I do right now. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, good not, job having an idea. I, it's a good idea. It's like pie. <laughs> Can I have a slice of pie? <laughs> thinking about yeah. pie. Yeah. And I'm thinking about a way to solve this problem. And that is a great idea. It is a great idea. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey guys, this is a genius. So I'm meeting. A mom in the park tomorrow, who I have not previously met, who made the very brave choice to when she saw my OBM bumper sticker at the Culver's drive-thru to go up to my husband's window and talk to him. 
And now I might actually have a friend, which is a thing I have not had since I started being a stay-at-home parent in January 2020 and all the options for, like, making friends went away really fast. So thank you for existing because your show means that I might get to make a friend. You're doing a really great job. So is Rebecca, who I get to meet tomorrow. Bye, guys. Making friends for all the world to see. Isn't that an Elton John song? I don't know. Listen, I this is so great. There are so many geniuses happening here, okay? One, you clearly might have a honk, honk if you're doing it sticker or you might have just the regular obm sticker that either way either way that's very exciting but a to the one bed mother listener who saw the tag and went yeah. up to the car yeah you are a real lifesaver i mean yeah. you did you like you saw it and you said i don't know if this is going to work out but we at least have this one starting place yeah and i'm gonna go there good job to the husband for not just like screaming when somebody <laughs> knocked on his window door. And he might have. I don't know. I don't know. Like, ah! But like. Or maybe it was like a good screaming. Like, ah! A new friend! Woo! One and, there. And then good job to you for following up and making the plans to go meet at the park. I yeah. just. Yeah. Mom friends are hard. Yeah. Real hard. Yes. And I just. I think this is so great. You're doing it's great. S- everybody's doing such a good job. Yes, good job. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. Okay. I allowed my child to spend her money on a very crappy sound effects machine that turns out to not only have a very distressing quote-unquote fax machine sound, it's really more like the old modem sound. Like, (laughs) I'm not going to make it. Don't make it. And it also has a gunshot sound. Ah, that's relaxing. We actually went out of our way to try not to get the gun one with a gunshot, which a lot of them have. Yeah. This one had something called bang, which I said, that could be anything. Yeah. But but it turns out to no, just totally gun. sound like, like a gun. gunshot. Maybe it sounds like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is <sighs> just truly the last thing that we need in our house. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. We do not need this no. in our lives. But okay. here it is. It's there. It's here. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're doing a horrible job. Yeah, I know. My fail ties in to this in the sense of allowing, okay? I get allowing. Kids are older. Mm -hmm. Kids are older. Mm -hmm. We got to do a lot of allowing. Yeah. And I understand. Choose your battles. I got to, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's choose your battles plus older. Got to start letting them do some shit they don't really need. You know, yeah. like this is, I, yeah. I gotta step away, or they're gonna yeah. be 30 asking me if they can buy something, right? Like, right, I, totally. You know, but totally. But we're in that window age wise of the fine line, fine line of like, how much should I input? How much should I not input? Mm-hmm. But for us, in terms of allowing, it's been a lot of like, 
sweets, soda-y type drinks, and computer time. Mm -hmm. And I'll just focus on computer time at this point. (laughs) There's been a lot of working on a novella. And there has been some work on a novella. But there is a remarkable amount of time that I'm beginning to be suspicious is not being focused on novella. It might be on other websites, other everything. Might be? Is. Yeah. Is. Yeah. It is. I don't need to prove it, but I probably will later today (laughs) (laughs) to myself. But there's just the, the fail is really just that sense of it's all it's feeling like I know that I'm partly to blame for it because of the fine. Just fine. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Just do it. Yeah. Fine. I just uh, go be whatever. Fine. <laughs> right. Like that. I just so like I get it. Like I get that. Like there is a chunk of this that I have contributed to because I did not have the energy to set boundaries. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the failure is more how much I just want to give up on trying to rein this back in. Mm -hmm. You know, just like maybe somebody will send me the part in the mail if I just step back. Yeah, I think it could happen. I think it could that or something much worse might show up in the mail. I don't know. Anyway, parenting. <laughs> Hi, ladies. I guess I'm calling with a little bit of a fail. I'm a new mom to a second baby, and I thought it would be really great to take my older daughter back to some lessons. And she was awful. She was a terrible listener. They basically ended the lesson early because she was such a terrible listener. And I get it. I know that she's only been a big sister for like two and a half weeks and that there are lots of changes and that it probably didn't help that my newborn was crying bloody murder in the background during the lesson. But it was humiliating. A 16-year-old swim instructor made me feel like a absolutely terrible mom today. So... I don't know what I was thinking, scheduling a four-year-old for private lessons at 6.30 at night when she's a big sister for the first time. It was a (laughs) terrible idea. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what we're ever going to do, but um, I'm not sure I'm ever going to feel confident enough to show my face at some lessons again. So that's my fail. Thanks for everything you do. It makes me feel better, (laughs) and I enjoy it. Thanks. Okay. First of all, I'm just going to start with, I know that I'm supposed to start with, you're doing a really good job. No, no, I thought you're supposed to start with, you suck. Okay. Also, you suck. But what I really want to start with is, you can go to any fucking swim lesson you fucking want. That fucking 16-year-old's not thinking shit about you. And if she is, oh, she's being a really bad 16-year-old. She should be worried about a million other things. Okay? She didn't, she wasn't able to help your kid like yeah, that's this that's is, also on her yeah like that's also on her yeah i agree yeah second you have a brand new baby yeah i just that's it I just that's it that's it yeah there that's is it. super brain is happening 
Yeah. Okay. This is yeah. not like a time in which we should self-judge any decisions we make. No. This no. is a time where we should just accept and understand yeah. we're going to make all kind of weirdo decisions. Yeah. Possibly, as I have learned, for the next 11 years. Okay. Yeah. Like, it, and you have a four-year-old. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I appreciate yeah. that you tried doing something. Totally. It's like, that's kind of remarkable. And this is also, (laughs) this is just like, I'm just thinking about the the newborn situation. Like, at two weeks, I mean, two weeks, really a newborn, but this would be true at two months. Yeah. Or even at two years. You tried something. Yeah. It didn't work out. Yep. It didn't work out. Definitely didn't work out. No. You're awesome. You're amazing. You're actually above and beyond that you tried something in yeah. this particular moment. Yeah. And it didn't work out. Didn't work out. Fine. You get to yeah. totally fine. You need a reward. Yeah. You should reward yourself for having tried something. Asa, one last thing. I really like the way you said, I am a new mom to a second child. Yes. That I is like that really too. what it is, isn't it? Yes, totally. Like yeah. you're a new mom again. Yeah. Because they ain't the same. You're you're being a new mom all over again. I kind of really like that line of thinking. Yeah. And now, with that said, sit back and get ready for it. The real fail. Scheduling it at 630 at night. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I will laugh about. Yeah. You're doing a horrible job wrapped up in a really, really good job. You are the greatest mom I've ever known I love you, I love you When I have a problem I call you on the phone I love you, I love you One Bad Mother is supported in part by Dipsy. Everyone needs an escape but those can be hard to come by right now. Enter Dipsy. Let yourself get lost in a world where good things happen and where your pleasure is the only priority. What? Somebody (laughs) wants my pleasure to be the only priority? Guys, Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. And what's really nice is you can actually go in and sort of select what you like, what you definitely don't want, so that you're not going to run the risk of getting a story in which you're very uncomfortable or it takes you someplace you did not want to go. And I find, and for me personally, that's incredibly important. So for listeners of One Bad Mother, Dipsy's offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash badmother. That's 30 days of full access for free. When you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash badmother. Dipsystories.com slash badmother. Somewhere between science and superstition, there is a podcast. <gasps> Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. That thing is not my daughter. 
And I want you to tell me there's a show where the hosts don't just report on French science and spirituality, but take part themselves. Well, there is, and it's Ono, Ross, and Carrie on Maximum Fun. This year, we actually became certified exorcists. So yes, Carrie and I can help your daughter. (laughs) Or we can just talk about it on the show. Ono, Ross, and Carrie on MaximumFun.org. Schmanners. Noun. Definition. Rules of etiquette designed not to judge others, but rather to guide ourselves through everyday social situations. Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. Every week on Schmanners, we take a look at a topic that has to do with society or manners. We talk about the history of it. We take a look at how it applies to everyday life. And we take some of your questions. And sometimes we do a biography about a really cool person that had an impact on how we view etiquette. So join us every Friday and listen to Schmanners on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. Manners, Schmanners. Get it? All right, everybody. It's time to settle in and hold Teresa's hand virtually and listen to a mom have a breakdown. Hi, this is a rant. So I'm a teacher and um, teaching hybrid, concurrent, simultaneous, whatever you want to call it, where I have kids on Zoom and kids in the room and it's garbage and it's terrible. And it's bad, and it's not good for anyone, and I hate it. And hang on just a second. If that isn't freaking indicative of everything. Anyway, I rushed out of school today with my son at the end of the day so he could go to his nutritionist appointment virtually. And I sat for 30 minutes, and she got caught up in another meeting, and so we have to reschedule. And so I rushed us around and got us all situated and now we have to reschedule the fucking appointment and now he's hitting on the door and screaming and freaking out because he needs me right away and so I just needed a place to say that this is all garbage and I hate it and it's bad that's all you're doing such a good job And I relate to this so much. I'm not a teacher, but I am on the other end witnessing how hard it is to do, to have Oscar's teacher is doing this for first graders. And she amazes me. Like I watch her doing it and I don't, I honestly don't understand how she's doing it. And I have so much sympathy, empathy, appreciation for what you're doing. I I honestly do not understand how a person does that even for one day, let alone (laughs) two to four days a week or whatever you're, however many days a week you're doing that. That's such a hard headspace to be in for an extended period of time. You're amazing. And then I just have to say on the scheduling thing, we have a lot of providers in our family. And (laughs) sorry, I just had to say when you said. I'm not a teacher, but I thought you were going to say, I'm not a teacher, but I am a appointment go-to-er. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know. (laughs) The the situation with providers right now, with three kids having different people they have appointments with every week, it's – and with the school schedules changing so much, I truly – 
have to breathe through fits of emotional rage when Mm. I hear from a provider that they're missing an appointment. And it's for providers that I love, like that I know well, that I have a good relationship with, that I don't have any problem with, and like that I totally understand that appointments, you can't always keep appointments. Like life happens, but our lives are so, with all, and I just relate to your call so much because with all of the carefully organized, this happens now, and then this goes here, and then you do this, and this only works if all of these things work together, and this, you know, these people show up for this, and this technology works for this time, and stuff continues to fall through the cracks as it always has, but for some reason right now, (laughs) it feels like just everything falls apart when those things don't work out, and then it's like, oh, I'm supposed to reschedule like now I have to (laughs) this is like the phone call thing look at a calendar yeah and try to figure that out and a lot of times you want to just be like I'll see you at our next scheduled appointment but that's not always something you can do if they're regular appointments yeah because your kid may really need to it's like therapy I can't just like wait an extra week You know, my kids got to get in and do it now. In other words, like, this is one of those infuriating things where it's, like, nobody's fault. Yeah. It's just what is going on right now, and it's so hard. It's so hard. Well, Teresa, you just said, for some reason, it seems harder right now. There's a a (laughs) lot of reasons. There are multiple reasons. Reasons. We've been living, like, you know, cats in a jack-in-the-box factory for like a year and a half just like ah! like you know yeah. just in a perpetual state I was just at my dentist and I was like well I've been having this like earache and he was like clinching you've been clinching non-stop I knew that I did it at night I have night guard but during the day I clinch so much that I'm not even aware of the clinching wow right? yeah but that's, I now just think that's, we're all walking yeah. around like that. Then there's the knock on your door. And that's what's even more exhausting is you've had this day. You've had to do all this stuff. Now you're really emotionally ragey and upset because of the appointment thing, because that's how you feel. And I'm, and you have a kid who needs you ASAP right away. I mean, technically they don't. They're not like trapped under a bookcase but that <laughs> sensation of young kids even my oldest at 11 is constantly like mama 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 i want to tell you this thing mama 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 and it's like I, uh, there's, there's no breathing time and yeah. i just i you're doing such an amazing job everything teresa said about the teaching is true i'm waiting for the book Zoom and a room, right? Like whatever that just, I loved you saying that. That was amazing. You're doing a remarkable job. And we see you. Teresa, I see you. I do. Like I, I just think I, 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 what it sucks about this, where we are in the pandemic is you want to feel, because it's been over a year, you want to say, what a year, as if <laughs> it's over, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm like, whoo. Ah, it's been some yeah. year, but yeah. it's it's still going. It's, it's still going. Like, and it's like it's more than a year now. now. It's you way know, more like than a year. That's part of it, too, yeah. is now it's like it's been such a year, but it's like, well, no, now it's 
well over a year and it's yeah. not over. Right? Yeah. It's not over. It's not over. And, yeah. you know, it's like lurking, right? Like, but, yeah. but I don't know. I don't have the ability to find whatever the words are that are like we don't have words for this yeah. yet. This yeah. it's not over. So you can't say what a year, right? Yeah. Like I don't know what I don't know what it is. What a life. What a thing. What a what current a, event. What a bunch of current events. What a bunch of yesterdays. <laughs> what a bunch of current events. <laughs> what a bunch of yesterdays and todays. Huh? What a bunch of yesterdays, todays, and Mondays, my right? It's Monday everywhere. How about this? How about this every day since March 2020? Oh, how is you know? What it? about that? What the every about day that? since then? I don't know. How's woo? It's been a crazy day after 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 day. This is hopefully one of those things where I keep going and then it gets even funnier. Day after day after day after. Anyway, Teresa, all of that is to say, you're doing a very good job. Thank you, Biz. So are you. Thank you. What did we learn today, everybody? It's very straightforward. You get to do whatever the fuck you want to. Be whoever you want to be and wear whatever you want to be and love whoever you want to be. And, you know, that no one person is the norm, especially when it comes to parenting. And that even though we are all doing it differently, we're all doing it right. And so I just, I am so thankful that these books by uh, Nellie are out there. Go get them. I mean, these are really good. These are, again, these are another one of those. Get a couple of copies. Some for you, some for the libraries, some for the schools, some for the showers, the whatever. Like, this is good stuff. So we have learned that. And we've, you know, learned what we've always learned. You guys are really doing a remarkable job. It is impossible. I was thinking about our caller at the beginning said, this does not suck, which I always think is a great way to express when things are going good because it shows you where our bars are, everybody. This does not suck. And then uh, at our rant, we had... You know, this is all shit. This is hard. And I can't fucking do this, right? This is just a shit storm, which is very much uh, in the same home as this doesn't suck. Because sometimes it doesn't suck and sometimes it sucks like really badly. And both are, okay, both are right there for us to sit in. And both of those feelings... Do not even begin to suggest that you are not doing a good job because you are. This is a lot and it feels impossible and it can feel lonely and it can feel like you are completely unsure how you are going to do one more thing and you are doing a remarkably good job. And I see you. And I will talk to you next week. Bye. I got-
got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Bunn, our producer, Gabe Mara, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash join. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not throw down mama blues. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.